forward-thinking financial services companies are using intelligent automation to transform core business functions and improve their operations. In a recent survey, 70% of financial services executives believe that intelligent automation will completely or significantly change their organization by 2020. But what exactly is intelligent automation, and how does it increase efficiency and productivity? Hi, my name is Lisa Joyce. I'm Contributing Editor with American Banker, and I'm here with Ashok Balasubramanian. He is Global CTO for Business and Platform Solutions at Atos, and Ashok is here to help us separate the hype of intelligent automation from the reality. Ashok, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lisa. Glad to be here. Well, you know, Ashok, the financial services industry has been automating everything from loan processing to account opening for years. But intelligent automation goes beyond rules-based logic. Can you describe what intelligent automation is and how it differs from traditional automation? Uh, Great question, Lisa. I think uh, there are two words, uh, intelligent and automation. Uh, And uh, I think both of them make it different. So if you really look at automation, uh, all of IT over the last many decades have been some form of automation. Uh, but if you really look at it now, uh, I think there are uh, things like it's becoming easy to integrate, uh, it's significantly low touch. Uh, if you think of things like chatbot, uh, robotic automation, uh, vision from a reading perspective, uh, that's what's making the automation part much different and better than what used to be earlier. The other word, intelligent, I think that's bringing the significant degree of smarts. So if you look at it, AI is coming in and uh, it's bringing in learning. And uh, what you would eventually start seeing is it's going to be easier to onboard intelligent automation technology, uh, very much like onboarding a new person and teaching her Uh, to take up a new job, and you don't need a million-dollar IT project to do something like intelligent automation going forward. Great. You know, Ashok, I heard you mention the term robotic process automation. Now, I've heard robotic process automation and intelligent automation kind of used interchangeably, but they're different, right? How so? Yeah, they're definitely uh, different and and kind of evolutionary from where uh, robotic automation left off. So if you look at robotic automation, it started off with a premise that said uh, there are repetitive actions uh, and robots could do it, you know, uh, mimic it in the same way that a human would do it. So, for example, if you look at it, uh, a process had 10 steps uh, and the robot would do it cheaper and faster. So that was the entire premise of uh, robotic automation. And over the last few years, uh, intelligent automation kind of uh, evolved from there. Uh, And it evolved in in two kind of uh, segments. So first one was around the handling of complexities in systems and processes. So while robotic automation was focused on simple screen-based automation, uh, intelligent automation is automating across applications, screens, data, infrastructure elements. Uh, And thereby it can solve a, a problem or a process uh, more holistically. Uh, Second dimension is is the learning part of it, where it brings in AI so it can learn and adapt. So what it essentially means to us is if there are variants to a process, uh, like a human would would think about it and do it slightly differently, uh, the intelligent automation can now uh, look at a variant, adapt to it, and handle it seamlessly. 
I think it's still early days of, of true intelligent automation in that sense, uh, but it kind of holds a great promise across multiple industries. Uh, and we have encapsulated this approach in, in our SynBots platform. Oh, great. So, so I understand that intelligent automation, is, it's not a single technology. So I was hoping, Ashok, that you could explain how uh, cognitive technologies, such as artificial intelligence that you mentioned, machine learning, and natural language processing, kind of fit into intelligent automation. Great question. So I think if you think of it uh, like a human being, so if you really look at it, uh, the hands and feet uh, that gets the things done are essentially the robots. So they use screens, uh, data, infrastructure, applications to essentially execute the actions. And if you look at it, AI is kind of the brain. So that's essentially looking at the data, deciphering what's coming in, making the decision of what needs to be done, and kind of anchors the learning process. Then you have the communication components of the organs. So if you really look at it, you know, uh, intelligent automation can today see, it can hear us, uh, and it can talk back. So it's not a UI-based system. So if you think of it, the what's called as the OCR uh, or the vision kind of helps uh, the system see. Uh, you have voice-based interaction with uh, intelligent virtual agents, uh, and then you have natural language capabilities, both in terms of understanding humans and, and creating content uh, that makes it uh, easy for a human to understand the bots as well. So all these dimensions are kind of you know making the interaction with the bots uh, similar to how humans interact with humans. And lastly, there are, you know, uh, components uh, that provide scalability, availability, uh, exception management to say, hey, uh, the bot is not able to handle it, give it to a human being for this time, and, and then, you know, uh, next time the bot learns from it. So that way it's a pretty complex organism, uh, and interestingly with AI, the organism is, is learning and, and becoming better as well. So a uh, lot more to come. That's great. Thank you. Uh, Ashok, I have one final question for you, and that's about processes. Intelligent automation changes processes, and therefore it has a big impact on how financial services firms operate. So if that's true, then how important is change management in successful intelligent automation um, implementation? It's a very, very relevant question because I think so one-dimensional technology uh, is improving, you know, uh, taking leaps and bounds. But change management is the biggest challenge that we're seeing, uh, especially in intelligent automation. Uh, and there are two aspects to it. I think the first part is, you know, once uh, there is a name AI, people kind of associate it with uh, fiction and, and they start expecting a lot of magical things to happen. And uh, when someone is imagining a business case based on fiction or marketing collateral without uh, proper diligence, uh, it kind of sets things up for failure. So the first part of it is is really understand uh, what you're trying to automate using intelligent automation, understand what steps are involved, what is the realistic time frame, uh, what are the costs involved, get the business case right. So that's the first part of change management is to have realistic expectations. 
second part of change management is uh, the whole intelligent automation today uh, interacts directly with people. So you're talking about voice assistants, you're talking about back office bots, you're talking about uh, you know vision and things, seeing, interpreting. So it, it kind of has a direct interaction or bearing upon what people are doing in their jobs today. And where typically, you know, things go wrong is when leadership sends a message saying, hey, we're going to automate jobs, bots are better than you, they're going to be much more efficient. That's a wrong way to send a message. And, and what we're seeing with uh, more of our advanced implementations or more successful implementations uh, is where there is a message that says, hey, uh, here is something that's going to improve your productivity and then take uh, actions that actually upskill people to do things based on their newer productivity. And what we're seeing in those situations is that when people start working together with bots as a productivity agent, like it's like people using calendars, uh, they're starting to kind of you know train those bots better and the bots start learning better. And people are much more comfortable in, in assigning tasks to a bot uh, rather than them thinking the bot is going to replace me versus them thinking the bot is helping me do my task better. So I think those two dimensions, I think one, to have a more grounded expectation of what can happen, and second is to introduce automation as a productivity lever. I think combination of both kind of sets up a very positive environment and makes the change management much more positive. Great. That makes a lot of sense. Ashok, I want to thank you again for joining us and giving our listeners a better understanding of what intelligent automation is and what it can do for their organization. Thank you, Lisa. It's been a great conversation. To learn more, Download our white paper from the link in the description or from the Resource Center at AmericanBanker.com.